0: Welcome back, Beef Eaters. This is episode 21 of Got Beef, the podcast that's, ooh, a real hot beef buffet of personal and celebrity fights, feuds, and of course, beefs. I'm Frank. I'm Brian.
1: I'm Jane. I'm Mo. Thanks for covering (laughs) for me, Jane. No problem. You had to take a drink the moment. I did.
0: Welcome to Got Beef. Uh, Something, if you're new... Uh, Something that we really don't mention every episode, and we should. We have three rules. Number one, there's no beefs amongst hosts that will be shared. Number two, there's no political beefs. And number three, any off-mic references must be posted to the gram. Those are the rules that we abide by. These are the rules that this podcast thrives upon. And without order, there is no show.
1: No. I mean, there could
0: be a show. Yeah. It's just chaos.
1: I mean, to be fair, that's almost we're like teetering right on the chaos line. It's mm. organized chaos. No, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't even go that far.
0: We're one of the only podcasts that thrives despite not having celebrity guests. Uh, that's prideful. I almost want to make a rule number four. We'll never have celebrity guests. Yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah, I'm not for that rule. (laughs) Yeah,
2: we're not doing that. We vetoed that.
0: You hear that, listeners? No celebrity guests ever.
2: Well, just says Frank. (laughs) The rest of us do not agree to this new rule.
0: Brad Pitt, nah. Leonardo DiCaprio, never.
1: You speak for yourself, sir. (laughs) Yeah, if I get the chance to meet them, I'm taking that chance, like,
2: immediately. Start my own podcast. Yeah. Talk to Hot Actors podcast. Oh, you mean like every other podcast? <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you guys could choose who is one person you would have on this podcast. That's a celebrity? Yeah.
1: Shit.
3: I wish you would have uh, asked me this earlier. Uh, just so I, I, I mean, I'm just, I've an just going
2: with my favorite person. Well, not my favorite person, but wow. like my favorite celebrity Damn. since, since like day one, my ride or die, JT, Justin Timberlake. Always.
1: I really don't know. That's a hard question.
3: Travis Kelsey.
2: Ooh, good, good call. He'd be fun.
1: Oh, I'm going to ride on Brian's coattails. Hey. Um, for, I'm, I'm going with,
2: uh, Andy Reid. No,
0: no. Explain that. I don't. What what does that mean?
2: Oh, right, no she one meant else. she was just going to choose a football player also, yeah. riding oh. on his coattails. But why? Hey, she, I think she <laughs> like, thought it sounded vaguely entendre. dirty. No,
1: it, no, it's because whoever watched the Oscars last night watched Brad Pitt give his acceptance speech, and that's what he
2: said to Leonardo DiCaprio. So I was just I you know, like I was their trying, answer better I was trying to defend you I was trying to make it So that you weren't making Some sort of inside reference That nobody would get Without an explanation But you just You, you should guys are gonna re- make me Explain it anyways How you just, am I gonna post over that over To the gram You don't have to
0: How am I gonna post that To the gram <laughs> You <laughs>
2: have, have to th- find a gif Of yeah. Brad Pitt's expe- acceptance speech I'll figure it out His expectance speech
0: expected. His Expectance speech. Anyway what was your pick
1: Andy Reid I feel like he'd He'd have fun with it Cause he wants He likes beef
0: All the people in the world. He
1: likes beef. You put me on the spot. <laughs> he likes beef. Do you know that for a fact? Yeah, because literally said, he I'm going to have the biggest cheeseburger you've ever seen. Maybe even a double. Ah. Could have
0: been a turkey burger. Right. Impossible burger. That boy, no impossible <laughs> burgers. <laughs> Get out of here. That
1: boy likes 100% beef burgers.
0: <laughs> I was listening to someone talk about whether or not the Chiefs could be a dynasty following their Super Bowl win. And they were like, Patrick Mahomes, yeah, he could do that. But in my back of my mind, I was like, is Andy going to make it that long? I love Andy, (laughs) but
2: he's up there.
3: I'm surprised he's not retiring right now. Yeah.
2: Too many cheeseburgers. How come nobody calling his, like, playbook thing a Denny's menu they though. Did. oh, they oh did they I was they like did. they're yeah. all, sh- all mean to but Freddy he's, Kitchens but
3: he's successful with that's that Denny's, Denny's <laughs> menu Yeah, so Freddy Kitchens just really was looking at the Denny's menu <laughs> and is like the OG Denny's menu uh, meme <laughs> he's got that like he actually told his players these are the plays now Grand Slam and <laughs> the Moon's over my hammy and the players know that's an actual
0: play
2: <laughs> I want to hear Patrick Mahomes call that Moon's over my Moon's over my Run, run, the moon's over Miami. (laughs) (laughs) On two, on two,
0: Ray break. (laughs) Travis, this one's coming to you. (laughs)
1: That's stupid.
0: (laughs) I did hear, though, that on bye weeks, he gives his players seven straight days off.
1: That's why they're so successful.
2: Beautiful.
0: He actually has almost a perfect record on the game after the bye week (laughs) Mm -hmm. because they have rest. Yeah. Good for him. All right, I'm coming around this Andy Reid pick. <laughs> I gave you shit, but it might be smart.
2: He seems like
1: a genuinely nice guy, too. Like, he seems like he would just have fun.
0: Yeah. I don't know who I'd go with. I can't even answer my own question. Good job.
2: Put yeah. all that pressure on us. You can yeah. come up with an answer.
0: Well, that's the beauty of being the one that does the intro. <laughs>
2: well,
0: that being said, we might as well go down to the poor house.
2: Porterhouse.
0: Porter house? is where <laughs> beef comes together. Different kinds of beef Ew. forms a perfect single segment. I
1: don't like that. And the Porter
0: is where we talk about our beef. Mo, what's your beef this
1: week? My R beef this week. <laughs> we don't have to do that. <laughs> is when I tell people that I'm trying to lose weight, that they push their stupid fad diets onto me.
0: can't say that word.
1: Fad Stop saying it <laughs> um, like I no told, stupid fatted diets <laughs> I had said something on Twitter about losing weight or on Facebook or something and someone messaged me have you tried keto? Have you tried have you tried keto? Here's 10 recipes. Okay, I get it keto works for you. I've tried it. I fucking failed. And I have already said, hey, or if I'm asking for like diet tips, like recipes or something, people will just say, and I'll put literally, please don't say keto. I've tried it. I don't like it. I don't like this. And they'll literally say, have you tried keto? What about it works? Have you tried that stuff? That really helps with your metabolism. Yeah, I get that.
3: I think that literally happened to me. All the time. I asked for her advice and I said, do not put keto. It I happened am to not me. going to do keto. Don't even suggest it. Like third comment down.
1: Have you heard about keto? I'm like, stop. And I get that it works for people. I understand that. But I'm if I'm losing weight, I have to allow myself, or if I'm like on a diet, I have to allow myself to have some shred of happiness because that is such a dark time for me.
2: I, see, to me, it's not about a shred of happiness. It's about finding something that works long term. And right. I'm not going to not have bread long term. That is just not something that's going to happen for me. I can limit it, which right. is exactly what you know making sure you're hitting your food groups and all of that good stuff does you don't have to get rid of it entirely well yeah uh,
0: no go
1: ahead just adding on to jane's that works long term is i've seen so many like stories of people who will lose 60 to 70 pounds with keto in five months and then they gain that all back the second they stop doing it
0: yeah it's not about going on a diet it's about changing your diet exactly it's you know just it's balance. Everything's balanced. You don't have to cut yourself off from everything. and You don't have to eat an entirely different food group. You just mix it all together. You have a brownie. You have a salad.
2: <laughs> not together. Please do not put brownies on your salad. Brownie salad. No. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. -mm. Although, I don't know, maybe with like. (laughs) Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on. Like a nice salad with like some dried cranberries and some candied pecans, maybe some brownie croutons and a raspberry vinaigrette. Gross. You lost me. You lost me at raspberry vinaigrette. Maybe if it's like dark chocolate. Well, yeah, it would have to be because dark chocolate raspberry goes really well together. Yeah. So you make a dark chocolate brownie, you dry it out, you make, you know, you bake it in the oven, make a little crouton out of it, put that on the salad. No. Chefs out there, make it happen.
0: <laughs> They're all collectively going, no.
2: <laughs> um I'm gonna send it to mythical chef Josh from Good Mythical Morning. He'll do it.
0: Is that your plug? That, no, it's not my plug.
2: <laughs> I just
3: Will it crouton?
2: <laughs> probably.
0: Oh <laughs> if that hasn't been a thing yet, it'll probably be a thing. <laughs> Is that all you have for your
3: Yep?
1: Beef? That's all I got. Okay. Don't push a shit on me. <laughs> Brian,
0: what's your beef?
3: Uh, my beef is people who won't accept help or training when it's clearly needed. We went
0: over this a thousand times. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> I don't need you to show me how to trim my toenails.
2: <laughs> you okay, so um, many do you wanna, things. Do yeah. you want to elaborate on the situation that happened?
0: No.
3: You tried to show Frank how um, to trim
2: his toenails.
3: <laughs> so we got a new co-worker and he's... He's never done inside sales before, like what we do, and so we've been trying to get him used to doing cold calling and things like that, so we're like, hey, why don't you call my phone, I'll pretend I'm a customer, and I'll ask you the questions they ask, things like that, so you can get used to it, Mm -hmm. or, hey, I'm about to make this cold call, why don't you listen in on my call, so you can see what it's like, every time we've done that. No. No. No no or look down at his phone and be on his phone the whole time yeah so why not accept the help if you're not sure how to do your job and that he just seemed so flustered about his job that he ended up quitting today really (laughs) yeah and he's only he was only there for maybe three weeks
1: I don't understand how? how. I mean, like when you're, especially if he's he's that new. I didn't realize he was that new. Yeah. That when somebody offers you training in your first, I don't know, six months, how you have like the guts to tell them no, because I would I just try to avoid that awkward situation where I'm like, oh yeah, I'll listen into your call.
3: Yep.
0: Nope. He wouldn't do it. Well, and I also don't have the confidence to think that if somebody was offering me training that I wouldn't need training. Right. Like, there's obviously a reason. <laughs> right. And I would also think that at some point, somebody would stop asking and be like, no, you're going to listen to this phone
3: yeah. call. Well, I mean, if you don't want to learn it, I'm not going to push you to do it. But, I mean, because you're on your own. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's kind of how it is, too, in sales jobs with commission. You, I mean, you can only offer them so many times, but it's kind of like a dog eat dog situation where
0: not really i mean we all
1: help each other out <laughs> well, I'm, talking, I'm not talking like your job specifically but maybe that's how he thought it was so they're
0: not dealing in stocks and bonds you
1: don't know you don't <laughs> know what he still does. though he
0: he yeah. just didn't care yeah
3: so accept the help and or training when it's offered agreed what can
0: it hurt
1: right can only help you get better and do better
0: can lead a horse to water. can't make you drink
1: true
0: sure <laughs> if i'm gonna get a good look at a t-bone steak i <laughs> don't I'll, i'm waiting for you to mess it up <laughs> i honestly don't know if stick I my head up a bull's, bull's ass, ass or something but i'd like rather that. take the butcher's word for it yeah okay tommy boy yeah. oh okay <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. jane what's your beef
2: <sighs> my beef my R beef is with people who insist on talking to me in public when i am clearly trying not to speak to you <laughs> my beef is with people who won't let me be rude. No, I'm not trying to be rude, but if I I am a very shy person, which I know is a strange thing for somebody who's like putting their voice out there for whoever to hear, it's but Because I force you to. But I am a super shy person. So like when I'm in public situations by myself like at the grocery store or whatever, I have like avert my eyes from everyone. I make zero eye contact on purpose to avoid anybody engaging me in conversation because it makes me anxious and I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to get my shit and I want to get out. And no matter what, some you know, at some point during that trip, somebody wants to have a conversation with me about something. Today, it happened to be a crazy person, I'm pretty sure, so, you know, maybe not the same thing, but it just happens. You'll just be standing in the bread aisle and somebody wants to have a conversation about wheat bread. I don't care. Like, I don't <laughs> want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. So the crazy person story is today I was out and I was actually in the bread aisle. And I, I would was, hope so. Yeah. That
0: makes it 10 times worse if you're in the water aisle and they're like, wheat bread.
2: Well, this guy wasn't <laughs> talking about bread. That's the weird thing. I was in the bread aisle and I'm trying to find light wheat bread. And this guy has this random conversation with me about, have you ever had just regular old ketchup instead of fancy ketchup? I, I, what?
0: I must have missed the part where you said you were in the bread aisle. Because yeah. I thought you were in the condiments no, aisle. No, no.
2: We were in the bread aisle and he's talking to me about regular ketchup versus fancy ketchup. And he was like, and that's the darn truth. And I was like, Dijon the truth ketchup. about what? What is the? What are you talking about? And then he walked away and started muttering and singing to himself. So I'm relatively certain he was not all there. But the principle still stands like if somebody is trying to avoid eye contact with you they do not want you to engage them in conversation please leave them alone and also understand they're not trying to be rude they're just shy and they don't like talking to people
0: yeah alright that's a little weird
2: well it was weird
1: <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to understand what fancy ketchup is I've only had well, one have you ever seen seen like, ketchup in my life the
2: McDonald's packets they say fancy ketchup yeah No, No, they do. Mm -hmm. It's just ketchup.
1: I don't usually get ketchup from McDonald's because it's really salty and I don't like it.
0: Have you ever heard the hit Canadian single "If I Had a Million Dollars" by the Bare Naked (laughs) Ladies?
2: Yes, Dijon ketchup. (laughs) Cool. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I think mine was weird, but it is what it is.
0: No, it was. That's definitely a beef. I would not (laughs) want to talk to that person either. My beef this week is with people who hate on Valentine's Day. Good one. S- specifically. S- s- <laughs> s- no. <Nope>. Specifically.
1: <laughs> <Ooh-wee>. <laughs> I think Frank had a stroke.
0: People who host anti-Valentine's Day party. So
1: like, Anti-Valentine's yeah. Day <laughs> well, You gotta you get are. through that. Woo. He's stroking out.
0: Anti-Valentine's Day parties. Okay. Like, I I understand. I spent a portion of my life single during Valentine's Day. It doesn't feel the best. But also, I never actively went out of my way to shit on other people's happiness during the holiday. (laughs) And just, I don't know, the idea of an anti-Valentine's Day party feels really spiteful and kind of (laughs) immature.
2: Well, and I don't think it needs to be anti-Valentine's Day. If you don't have... A significant other, it could be any love that you're celebrating. It doesn't have to be romantic love.
1: Yeah. That's that's the thing is my mom always used to get me Valentine's Day gifts when I was little. Mm-hmm. Because that's just what moms do, I guess. I don't yeah. know if your moms did it. My mom did it last year. No, my, my parents
2: <laughs> did. Yeah. But
1: yeah, it doesn't have to be romantic. It can be platonic. I got Jane something for Valentine's Day. Yeah. I mean, not this year because Valentine's Day is Friday, but yeah. I'm still working on it. It's all good.
0: I don't know, it just feels like if there was a singles day, it would be weird if couples were like, meh, anti-singleness. (laughs) Anti-singleness. Everyone must be coupled.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I don't get it either. I mean, I get being bitter about not having somebody, and as somebody who's not been single since she was 17 years old, I guess I can't, like, really speak to that, but still. No, I mean, I'm sure it sucks.
0: But you internalize it, and you bury it deep down inside, and then let it affect other aspects of your life.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or just find something else to celebrate. Like, that's not the only kind of love in your life. You've got to have somebody in your life who loves you. A friend, a family member, some uh, your dog. You know, somebody does. Yeah,
1: there are people out there that literally celebrate Valentine's Day with their pets. Like, yeah. Get your dog a pupcake. They'll love you forever. Or nieces and nephews. Anything. Yeah, I agree with you. I have a I have a friend that does that, and it bugs the shit out of me. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking yeah. about too, but <laughs> we're mean, not
3: going to drop names. No, I'm
1: I'm fine with it. I understand that she's she's been through a rough time in her life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's it's not just one post. It's like 18 leading up to it.
0: Yeah, I, and I don't think that Valentine's Day is like this big sanctimonious holiday either. I get it's a Hallmark holiday. It's made specifically to push candy and cards and shit. But it's pretty benign. Just let people celebrate it right. and be happy about it. Right. Right. Yes, ideally, all couples in the world would spend every day like they love each other the most. And they would go out on dates and give each other gifts. And yeah, that would be amazing. But if you have one day a year that's an excuse to do it, just let people have it.
2: Just let me go to Cheesecake Factory and have an excuse that's to do it, we okay? we want.
0: We want cheesecake. <laughs> well,
2: that's like... <laughs> That's like
1: not celebrating Christmas and be like, this is my anti Christmas party. Fuck that. I mean,
2: people do have those parties because they're not Christian. It's called Hanukkah. Yeah. That
1: That is totally 100% different. You know, (laughs) this is, those people
2: aren't saying fuck Christmas. At least I don't think.
3: They might be. I don't know.
2: Maybe not fuck Christmas, but maybe like we're going to do something else because we don't. Celebrate Christmas.
1: Yeah, but they don't like just entirely shit on the entire holiday.
0: That's my beef for this week. (laughs) (laughs) Now, let's move on to more bite-sized morsels. Let's talk about beef tips. I have four stories this week. And we're going to lay down the final judgment on these pop culture mainstream beefs. Number one. The Oscars were last night, and in annual fashion, Twitter is aflame over some omissions from the in memoriam segment. Mm. Actors Cameron Boyce, Sid Haig, and Luke Perry were all missing from the segment, which shocked many. Big deal or honest mistake? We're gonna start with Brian. Big deal. They always seem to
3: miss some important people, but yet they focus on like one major person. It always seems to be. Yeah. So I think big deal.
1: Well. I also agree, big deal. Um, I mean, like, they uh, recognize people that have had, like, three years in Hollywood, but people like Luke Perry and Sid Haig, who have been in Hollywood and movies for decades are left out. Especially, like, Luke Perry is the one that really surprised me.
2: Dang. Dang. So I'm going to be honest. I didn't know any of those people other than Luke Perry. Cameron okay. Boyce was a
1: um, a Disney star. He was on you see? Do you
3: see Grown Ups 2?
1: Yeah. yeah. He was, was the boy
3: him. who broke his leg.
1: Okay. Yeah. He had a seizure and um, passed away. And Sid like is Captain Spaulding. Something like yeah.
2: that. Okay. So I'm going. Oh, oh! now that you said it, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say honest mistake. And here is why. That is somebody's job to do that. And I get that. And yes, so they should be perfection. But I think if we dialed in on any of our jobs, everybody at this table's made a mistake or forgotten something. I know you have because I'm your boss. So Bitch. Oh, damn. <laughs> no beefs with the host. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying I have proof. And I know for sure that it's happened there, and I know that I've done it myself. And if my job was to gather all of the people who died that year, I'm sure it's very plausible that I would forget somebody and it not be on purpose and it not be, you know, on, you know, I don't, what's the word? It starts with an M. Mistake? No. Malicious? <laughs> malicious. That's the word. It was not malicious. Mistake. I don't think it
1: was, I don't think it was malicious either. And that's not what I'm saying when I, when I say it's a big deal. I'm just saying that, I mean, they were pretty, at least Luke Perry, he was a pretty prominent... I'm sure
2: they were prominent actors. Yeah. I know who Luke Perry is. Not you say who Sid is. I, I know who that is as well. I'm just saying that in the span of 365 days, the number of people who die, the number of people who've touched things in Hollywood, and you're not talking just actors, you're talking people who do music production, people who do editing, all of those people, you have to gather all of that. It's very likely that I would miss somebody if I was doing it, so...
3: But Luke Perry doesn't make any sense because he's in the movie that's nominated for Best Picture, even. Yeah. And you you left him out.
1: <laughs> I mean, he didn't have a huge role in the movie, but, but
2: he's still.
3: still in it.
2: If, if the question is big deal or honest mistake, I think it was an honest mistake. Somebody didn't do it on purpose, so I'm gonna say honest mistake.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, the big deals have it. Uh, yeah, I gotta go with big deal. I mean Luke Perry, come on. Right. The uh, other two at least Luke Perry. The other two are fine. I guess they can get a pass. And also, the Oscars happen once a year. So for that one night, you have to come up with the most predominant. Not everyone. Because they definitely don't honor everyone. But here's
2: the thing. Is, but. Where do you. I understand Luke Perry is a big deal. But when you say they don't do everyone, they have to come up with list Okay, so what's the criteria for cutting somebody off? All I'm saying is that there's never going to be a day where somebody does that and everybody's going to be happy. Because somebody's wife, somebody's daughter, somebody, somebody's going to be like, why wasn't this person in it? Well,
0: I think you have to make the argument that they made some significant contribution to the art of film and television.
2: That's subjective.
0: But I don't think it's subjective that to say that Luke Perry, who's been in the business for decades, starred in one of the highest grossing, long not longest running, but one of the most popular shows on television, was currently on another most popular show on television, and was in the movie nominated for Best Picture that year. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Number two. The past weekend also was the debut of the revamped XFL. For those of you that don't know, the XFL was an experiment from WWE owner Vince McMahon in the late 90s, early 2000s that was meant to be a more extreme alternative to, Xf- uh, to NFL football. This time around, the XFL actually shares a majority of the same roles as the NFL and plays its games during the NFL offseason. Reports today say that both viewership and attendance were much higher than expected. While there are many that raved about the fresh new league and its updates to the game of professional football, there are also many that balked at the changes and denounced the new league. XFL. Viable addition or one-season failure? I'm going to start with Jane.
2: I really hope for the people who are in there and hope to use this as a stepping stone to either get into the NFL or rejoin the NFL. It is a viable addition, but I'm thinking it's going to be a one-season failure just based on what I've seen so far. We watched a few games. Mm -hmm. Well, we watched one game and then a bit of another game. Um, I don't think that the, the level that they're playing at is going to be viable enough to sustain people's interest. I think that the games have been like l- watching them, like I was watching and I was thinking this almost, and it's not fair because they're professional level, but it almost looked like the cohesiveness reminded me of a high school football game, not even like a college level.
0: Hmm. Okay. Uh, Mo?
2: Um, I think it will be, um, it will be
1: viable. That was the question, right? Yeah. The first one. Okay. I think it'll be viable. Um, there is um, nothing more intense than extreme football fans, I think. Um, and the fact that I had friends, like multiple people that I saw that were super excited that football just wasn't over yet after the Super Bowl. Um, Those are the the type of diehard fans that I think are going to keep this league alive. And I mean, we watched the one game that we watched that I actually paid attention to was, with the defenders. Mm-hmm. Just watching those big plays from Cardell Jones. I think things like that will keep that league alive because you do have big playmakers in it. And people who actually know what they're doing. I do agree that it did feel kind of like a, like a watching a, fo- a high school football game, but I think that's kind of what's fun about it.
0: Okay. Brian.
3: Uh, I say viable because I think you can only go up from here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's going to look right now like a high school game or it's going to look kind of cheapy and things like that, but. I mean, the more years go, games and seasons go on, the more teams you can possibly add. Uniforms can change. Sponsors can get added. Things like that. And yeah, it's for people who love football. I mean, I think it's great for them because football's not
0: over. All right. The uh, viable editions have it. Um, I also vote viable edition. I think that one of the aspects that actually Brian doesn't like about it is <laughs> all the interviews and stuff that they do I hate, I hate that and at first I was thrown off by it too but then the more I watched it I got used to it and honestly I think that it gives a level of access to the game that is missing from the NFL and I think casual fans might like it and also where we live in a world that's very accessible to stars and celebrities mm-hmm. and people like that so i think that that ties into it and i think that I people too. will latch on to that
1: i saw something on twitter though that was hilarious about the xfl somebody said the reporters just don't give a damn like they'll walk up and be like you just fumbled the game away how do you feel
0: <laughs> pat mcafee was in the backfield of the offense on the field yeah. with a microphone ready
1: to interview anybody that got a touchdown she like uh, we literally watched that lady run down players after after a touchdown yeah. like literally sprinting after them in her heels
3: yeah it's the one thing i don't like about the is <laughs> the constant interviews i don't mind hearing the refs mic'd up when they're doing uh play reviews or the coaches mic'd up mm-hmm. things like that i don't mind that it's the constant interviewing after a play happens
0: And I think the level of play will increase as the season goes on, because I think I heard someone say that they didn't start camp until December.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it was, like, real late.
0: And there are people that haven't played the game in, like, almost 10 years (laughs) that haven't picked up a football, so Mm -hmm. I think it'll get better. And also, if it goes on for more seasons, people latch on to people people that make it to the NFL Mm -hmm. and college players. And you'll get more and more of those that maybe can't swing in the NFL. They go down to that level, and that's another level of fandom.
1: Right. Just like that's the reason we chose to cheer for the, the Washington Defenders, because Cardell Jones. Yeah.
0: right? Story so number three. Another trending story from story from the Oscars, besides the historic victory for Parasite and the amazing losses for Todd Phillips and Joker is Eminem's surprise performance of his Oscar-winning song from 2002, Lose Yourself, from the film 8 Mile. Viewers at home were just as confused and delighted as the stars at the show. Eminem's performance, pleasant
1: surprise or puzzling segment? Mo, Pleasant surprise. I just think it was fun. It was, it's, you don't see Eminem make those types of appearances ever. Like, he doesn't, like, I don't, I'm just throwing it out there, like people that win, like are go on American Idol, like stars that go on American Idol, that do like those guest songs or whatever. Mm-hmm. You see that, like you see people, like the Jonas Brothers, do all that stuff, and I'm sure you'll see other rappers doing it. But just seeing him out of something that's not in his element and doing that, and not do like not pushing his new stuff, going back to what he what won him an Oscar and doing. I think that was really cool.
0: Okay. Brian. Uh, Pleasant
3: Surprise.
1: <laughs> you don't sound sold.
3: <laughs> well, because I couldn't remember the choices. Oh. <laughs> it's either like I was happy or confused. So I guess Pleasant Surprise was it. Uh, same reasons uh, Mo said for the most part. It's just you don't see him going to award shows even. Mm-hmm. And to show up yeah. to this
1: mm-hmm.
3: and even doing that song. It was, yeah, pleasantly surprising.
0: All right, Jane.
2: Yeah, I'm going to piggyback off that Um, Pleasant Surprise and especially I mean, he's famous for like he, he has a song talking about the Grammys and not wanting to go there, you know, because he doesn't feel like critics understand him. And here he is performing at the Oscars, what, almost 20 years, you know, close to 20 years after that song. Yeah. You know, yeah. premiered. Um So, yeah, Pleasant Surprise. I'm going to say I had the exact same face as Adina Menzel when he came out of the stage because <laughs> I was like. Is this really happening? Is, yeah. is is Eminem here? We were we
1: were watching it at home, and like they they were getting ready to like announce like best song or something. And when they started playing the montage, I'm like, oh, I didn't know Lose Yourself won an Oscar because it happened sure. in 2002. I yeah. was I don't know ten no, I was eight in 2002. Mm. And so like I was why are they focusing on him? And then like the stage started right I was like, holy shit! I was so excited at home.
0: All right, so Pleasant Surprise takes it. Um, I was a mix of both. I guess I would have to go with Pleasant Surprise because I did enjoy it. But I guess he actually turned down the opportunity to perform at that Oscar that he won. Because mm. he just didn't want to do it. So now this was like a makeup performance, I guess.
2: Mm. That's fair. Well, he's older. Yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah. He's got, like I said, almost 20 years of age on him between then and now. So maybe chip off his shoulder a little bit. Right. Yeah, the, the except face, the, the accolades.
0: The faces of the people in the audience were amazing.
3: Well, <laughs> well it was a mix. You had yeah. people that were like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> you? And then you had people rapping along, dancing with them and things like I that. I'm like, that, okay, mm-hmm. you guys enjoy it at least. Well, I think
1: that they were waiting for like the initial shock to wear off. Yeah. But did you see Martin Scorsese? He just had his eyes closed. It's like he was sleeping yeah. and he just <laughs> well, got think, woken up about it. I think it. that the bright lights were messing with his eyes, but still, it was hilarious. So just zoom in on this old guy, his eyes are shut while the, the rapper is up on stage. Age. well
0: there was a definite you could tell the age group that uh-huh. was into uh-huh. it and the uh-huh. age groups that were confused yeah.
2: <laughs> Billie eilish too was just like what the yeah fuck? <laughs> another reason why i don't like Billie eilish she <laughs> got, got into it she can that. keep her stank face to herself
0: oh damn all right final story for this week uh from the weekend also was the tom ford fashion show this is usually a melting pot for the wealthy and famous, so it was no surprise to see NFL quarterback Russell Wilson and his famous singer-wife, Ciara, at the event. However, it wasn't their outfits that sent people to their keyboards, but rather a new hairstyle Russell was sporting.
1: Oh, it's bad.
0: Here is the hairstyle in question. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, I'll post it on our Instagram as well. <laughs>
2: Look like um George Michael.
0: Oh wow, that's a reach, but okay. The
2: hair the The hairstyle. Hair hair looks like George Michael. Yeah. He just needs a loop or like a hoop earring. A loop earring. A loop earring.
0: Uh so for Russell's new hair, salon faux pas or decidedly (laughs) dashing? Oh,
2: you know what? He might be channeling some prints. What's faux pas mean? Means no no. no.
0: Uh, some prints, uh, people also said John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start with, we'll start with Jane.
2: You know, it's, uh, um it it takes you back because you don't see that hairstyle much, but I don't know that it necessarily looks bad. Mm. It looks dated, maybe, and that's what people are, right. but I mean, all kinds of things are coming back from the 80s and 90s, so why not hairstyles too? But I, don't, I don't hate it. All right. Brian.
1: Just let your soul go. <laughs> Just let it shine through.
3: It <laughs> does. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> oh, that boy got some soul. <laughs> got some soul glow. So,
3: <laughs> what are the choices? Do I like it or don't like it?
1: I mean.
0: <laughs> it's salon faux pas or decidedly dashing. Oh, it's dashing because you got soul glow. <laughs> no
1: i mean there's no way i can live up to that so what the hell um i'm gonna go with dashing as well because i mean who am i to hate on his style if he if he thinks it works it works that's just you gotta have the confidence to pull it off it
2: looks bad really
1: what yeah when i say bad i I guess i mean it, it does definitely look dated but i mean if he if he thinks it works then it works that's just how it is
3: I just hate to see that hair after he takes off a helmet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've seen it
1: because he's been growing it forever.
0: Oh, but it's been curly. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we have Decidedly Dashing takes it. I'm also going to go with Decidedly Dashing. Like, no, I agree. It doesn't look bad. It looks different on him because you're not used to it. But it actually kind of looks good.
1: (laughs) Like, it, it works for him.
0: And also... Sierra is in this process of really glowing up Russell. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, when Mm -hmm. you saw what he started with before they got together. He was,
1: like, the generic face on Madden. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's, like, player number (laughs) (laughs) three. That boy was a nerd. (laughs) And you see what she's been doing to him. You're like, all right, I trust the process.
1: And, like... (laughs) It's, it's a fashion show. That's your chance to show out the best of the best for yourself. Well, yeah.
2: Yeah, you don't necessarily wear your everyday stuff. You're right. doing, like, couture fashion. Right.
0: Yeah. Couture.
2: Couture. Good
0: job. And that's our beef tips for this week. So, internet, listen up. Uh, it was a big deal that Cameron Boy, Sid Haig, and Luke Perry were left out of the in-memoriam. Uh, we think the XFL is a viable addition. Uh. Eminem showing up at the Oscars with Lose Yourself was a pleasant surprise. And Russell Wilson's hair is decidedly dashing. All right. We're going
3: to move right on to questionable beef, which I almost want to call ground beef. Ground, ground beef? beef. Because you don't know what beef's in there. It's questionable. It's ground
2: beef. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm. Mm. Either way. Mm. So I stole this from Barstool. <laughs> Sorry, guys and girls. Uh,. So, National Pizza Day was yesterday, so mm-hmm. the day before we're recording here, not when we upload for those confused people.
0: Yeah.
1: It was Sunday the 9th.
3: Cool. Thanks. You okay?
1: So, uh, <laughs> they posted
3: a name the best pizza things. Like There was three different categories. First one is best pizza chain, and then your best frozen pizza, and then the third one is... Best topping, or toppings, depending on what it is. Mm -hmm. So we'll start with the first one, which is Best Pizza Chain, out of Pizza Hut, Domino's, Papa John's, Little Caesars. Now, I'm not doing Papa Murphy's, because I've never heard of Papa Murphy's, and I'm changing it to Hungry Howie's, or Sbarro. Start with that, then, and we'll go with Frank.
0: This was hard for me because there are two that I really order from anymore, and I used to have a longtime favorite, but I started ordering from another one. But I'm gonna be true to my heart. And I gotta go with Pizza Hut.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Mo.
1: Um. Well, you threw the curveball at me. I was gonna go with Sbarros, but now it's Hungry Howie's. That's my favorite pizza chain.
0: He told all of us. Yeah, there, oh, there wasn't know. a curveball.
1: Oh, I, see that. <laughs> yeah, I, I see threw that. a meatball at you, and you could have knocked it out of the park, but <laughs> no. you
3: yeah. looked away. I it, it hit did. you right in the cheek. That's fine. So Hungry Howie's. Okay. Yeah. Hungry Howie's. Jane.
2: Pizza Hut. I've always loved Pizza Hut. I will forever love Pizza Hut. I don't eat it as much anymore because I got to do that thin crust because, you know, got to watch the waistline. Um, Your girlish figure. yeah. And I don't like Pizza Hut's um, thin crust, so I get Domino's, which is really good. But if I'm going all out and I'm going to have the bad pizza, I want me a pan pizza.
0: For sure. Like, I love stuffed crust. And there's no one that does stuffed crust as well as Pizza Hut. Have mm-hmm. you
3: seen Pizza Hut's new
2: thing? Yeah, the yeah. mozzarella sticks.
0: Yeah. We got to try it. Yep, so, I'm intrigued. Sounds
2: yeah. dangerous. Sounds oh, deliciously <laughs> dangerous, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm so alone on Pizza Hut. Yeah, you are. I yeah. just don't like But my movies.
3: choice, though, is Domino's.
1: Yeah, we all know that. Because
3: I've always loved Domino's. That's my second. Yeah. Yeah. I've always loved it. Um, when Even down it? to when they used to have sticks. Oh, all those And now Cine- they're, Cine- they're yeah. just... What are they now? There's Cine- yeah, twists Cine-twists. And Cinnatwists. Twists.
2: And Cinnabites.
0: And uh, Cinnabites. That's from Hellraiser.
2: Cinnabite?
0: Yep.
1: When we first started dating... Brian and I would drive like 30 minutes to the closest Domino's just to get it.
3: Yeah. I cried when they took it away from the closest to my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're closing Domino's. I cried
1: because oh I wanted God. Domino's
3: and I couldn't get it anymore. And then, you know, like right after. But then moved... I had Pizza Hut and right. it was fine for a while. Yeah. And then what made me mad was right before we moved out of that house, they were bringing back Domino's. Yeah. <laughs> and it I, said, like... I said, God damn it. Because where we were moving. It wasn't a Domino's. Yeah. I'm like, why can't? What are you doing to me? Y'all are teasing me.
1: <laughs> it opened like a month after you moved.
3: Yeah. Pissed me off. All right. We're moving on then to best frozen pizza. And I don't know what Jack's pizza is. Yeah. So I chose. I'm going to butcher this name. So someone might need to help Fraschetta. me. Freschetta. Thank you. Freschetta or Tombstone Pizza. Red Baron. DiGiorno or Totino's. Mm. Totinos. Totinos.
2: <laughs> That's the little pizza. Let's
3: start with Jane.
2: Uh, Freshetta, hands down. Um, pretty much the only frozen pizza I actually like. Like, I'll eat other ones, but to eat one and actually enjoy it nearly as much as like a takeout pizza, Freshetta.
1: Okay, Mo. Um, I'm going Tombstone. That's always been one of my favorites. Okay, Frank.
0: I, first off, I hate frozen pizza. <laughs> If I'm if we're gonna decide to spend money on pizza, I want it to be fresh. I want it to come from an actual place that just made it. With that being said, the only one that I will tolerate at all is Freshetta.
3: Okay. Mine is Red Baron once again it's a childhood thing I used to have the singles like all the time oh, oh yeah. the singles yeah just pop them in the microwave all the time it, well, just we're eat talking those.
2: little microwave pizzas that's a whole other game it's still frozen yeah. pizza it's whole Tony's Tony's I will say Totino's Party Pizza if you're if you're really broke mm-hmm. oh, if you're yeah. really broke and you need something to throw in the oven all you gotta do is Spice that up a little bit. You put a little garlic salt, a little bit of Italian seasoning.
3: But here's the thing. I shouldn't have to spice you up my You shouldn't pizza. have to, but I'm saying,
2: no. if you're really broke... If you're in a bind. Add a little cheese to it, it's not bad. Yeah. All right.
3: All right. And then we'll go to the last one. Which is, what is the best topping on a pizza? Sorry. I'm having, like, some weird gas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Acid reflux from all this
3: pizza talk. Yeah, <laughs> Um... I don't want to name all these toppings. So, I mean, that's I'm going to I'm gonna post it later so fine. you guys can decide from there. Yeah, we'll just... Yeah. We'll so, let's just go ahead. Do you all have it up so yeah. you can look at mm-hmm. it yourself? Okay. Let's start with Mo on this one.
1: Uh, for me, it's cheese. Extra cheese is always my go-to topping. It's okay. there. <laughs> yeah, like, it's there. I'm there
3: looking right there? at it. Yeah. Basic topping. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: all
0: right, so cheese.
1: Yep, extra cheese.
0: Just Frank? Cheese. Uh, cheese. Gotta be on there. Pepperoni. A must at the very least. But if I really am going all out, I want sausage on there, too.
3: I'm surprised you didn't go meat lovers. I was I'm surprised really
0: also. surprised. You know... Uh, another pizza thing they do the best meat lovers but even that sometimes is a little overbearing it is because it's like I don't want ham and I don't every want every time I bite there's a piece of ham like <laughs> <Yeah. where?
2: laughs> change it up meat lovers is one of those things where if you're ordering two pizzas you can get meat lovers because you have one piece of that and one piece of something else and it's yeah. not so overwhelming but-, but
0: at the very least because sometimes places are skimpy on pepperoni yeah, and so it's nice to have another meat to kind of fill in those gaps but yeah Cheese, pepperoni sausage.
2: Cool. Jane? Is cheese not implied? I assumed cheese was implied. No, this is extra cheese as a topping. Okay. So Well
0: cheese was on the list. Which is
3: yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'm also saying it's implied. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and I'll say that is just extra cheese that's okay. on the list.
2: Then pepperoni. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. Extra cheese is fine, but I hardly ever order it. I just want pepperoni. I'm good. Like I very simple with my pizza. I just want pepperoni. Okay.
3: Yeah. Pepperoni. Um See, I can't say extra cheese because some pizza places take that to the extreme. No, so, so. And that's Nepalese. all it is, is <laughs> and just cheese. all the cheese. toppings come off. Yeah, and I can't even enjoy that pizza. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, pepperoni is always my go-to mm-hmm. when getting a pizza, so I would say that is probably my favorite topping. If I'm feeling dangerous, I will do buffalo chicken. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, because it's got to depend on where that's from. It,
3: it really depends on where it's from. But, I mean, I'll go pepperoni because I can have that with every pizza place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But if I'm feeling dangerous, it's buffalo chicken. Yeah. So, that those are the three categories. We picked our favorites. I will put this on Twitter and let you guys answer and decide what your
0: favorites are. Sounds good. Awesome. Now it's time for a segment that we introduced last episode, but kind of close things out. And on a more positive note, I think. Mm -hmm. We're going to do some got plugs. So I will start with Mo this week.
1: God damn it, I forgot my plug and you're starting with me. God. I know, I didn't write it down, I'm stupid.
0: I thought you thought of one. I did. You were like the only
3: one to actually have one. Yeah, go
1: on, I forgot. Ryan doesn't have one either. No, I I have one.
3: Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) So you want me to, or do you want me to wait? No, go ahead. Okay, so my plug for this week's episode, two-week episode, yeah, for this one is uh, Barstool. Not just a Barstool, but like Barstool Sports, (laughs) Barstool Radio. Just Barstools in general. hold you up when you're drinking. Uh, You know, never let you down. (laughs) I've just really enjoyed listening to their... Uh, like radio on XM. Uh, I enjoy their pizza reviews that Dave Portnoy does, or Davy Page views, is what he calls himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I just find them very entertaining, and I just really like Barstool. And Saturdays are for the boys.
1: Saturdays for the boys. <laughs> if, if I'm the boys, because we spend every Saturday together.
3: If you mean by you sleeping the whole Saturday. I don't sleep the whole Saturday.
0: (laughs) You did nap through an XFL game this weekend. I napped
1: through a quarter.
0: (laughs) Jane, what's your plug this week?
2: My plug this week is the Tim Tracker, who is on YouTube. He's a a YouTuber. Mm -hmm. He does um, videos mainly about um, Disney World and Universal, but a lot of the greater Orlando, Tampa area and all their theme parks. And just things that are fun to do in that area. And I really enjoy watching him and his wife, Jen. And now they're baby Jackson. And Jackson is getting super cute because he's getting up there. So he's doing like the cute little cooey things and all of that. So he's been a fun addition to watch. Um, So if you are interested in theme park goings-ons at all, you should check them out.
3: I do like watching him. I I can't stand his wife, but I do like watching him.
0: He's very... Like, I don't know. He's almost like the Bill Nye of theme parks. Yeah. Like, he explains things, and he breaks them down very well, and he's very thorough. So if you're at all interested in theme parks, I think he's the go-to. He is. Yeah, because I've seen other people do what he does.
1: And mm-hmm. It's not as good. They're
3: boring. Yeah. yeah. They're so boring. I <laughs> watched somebody
1: that was doing Galaxy's Edge, and I just I couldn't even no. listen to them. It I was had to so turn bad. it
3: off. I couldn't do it. <laughs> All right. Mel, did you think of... Um,
1: well, I forgot what my original one was, but I'll remember it. Um, so I'm I guess this week I'm just going to I'm just going to plug a band that I'm all about right now. Which is okay. Bad Flower. My well, my favorite band right now. They're super good. They got great songs. As Jane would say, some of them are whiny. Not all of them. <laughs> Not all of them. They're low emo. That's why I dig it.
3: They're good live, though.
1: Very good live. <clears throat> They're coming. To Blossom in August with Incubus and 311, trying to go see that show, even though it's on a Wednesday. Yeah, that's tough. But they put on a hell of a show. Cool. I'm real mad that I forgot my plug. Real mad.
0: I can't even remember what you said. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. know if she did I say I did. Yeah, she did. Yeah, I can't remember.
1: Huh? No, I can't remember. i really can't i'm drawing a blank yeah exactly it obviously wasn't that important
0: uh my book for this week is a podcast and like mo it's an old faithful for me it's my favorite podcast right now other than this one all fantasy everything good stuff uh it's a podcast where they take the concept of fantasy football and they apply it to anything but football Like, they've done the Taco Bell menu. They've done things in the mall. They've done cocktails. They've done... TV moms. Yeah, they did do TV moms. Uh, Basketball players that you would want to hang out with, but it has nothing to do with their athletic ability.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like that they put that asterisk. I know.
0: (laughs) But they're... Much like this podcast, they're a group of three friends that genuinely like each other and like hanging out and that vibe comes through so much that you feel like their fourth friend sitting there, because you get all the jokes, and they're really good guys, they're really funny. I saw them live, which I might have talked about on this podcast. I believe you have. Yeah. But it's a great podcast. Check it out, rate, review them. Uh, I don't think you'll be disappointed.
1: I agree. They're very good.
0: More plugs in general for the podcast. Check out our Facebook page, which is still humming. Thank you everyone that continues to join that. Check out our Twitter for the polls for each episode. Check out our Instagram for pics of the off mic mentions. And listen and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have done that, we appreciate you. Leave a review. We actually have two reviews right now. One of them is not me.
1: What does it say? Or is it just stars?
0: It's just stars. Oh.
1: yeah. I mean, hmm? do give a shout out to Ben Williams. Yeah. He's become a huge fan of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's pretty awesome. Went to yeah. high school with him.
0: Yeah, thank you very much, Ben. Yeah. Uh, I think you're our first super fan. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You're awesome. our first Stan. He's our first Stan.
0: You're our number one beef eater. You eat all the beef. Beef eater Ben. <laughs> beef eater Ben.
2: Now he's gonna change his name on Twitter. <laughs> to beef eater Ben.
3: If you don't do it, we're mad. very disappointed. Yeah, I won't be mad no. at
0: him if he doesn't do it, and you'll be the real number one. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody have anything else before we close out? Nope. Nope. All right. Until next episode. Beef well. Beef tight. Don't let the beef bugs bite. Oh.